Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called The Wrong Side of the River. The stick people took Adria and Mousie prisoner, and they made them march all through the night. In the early morning, they arrived in a little stick village, and everyone stared at them in disbelief. Adria could hear snatches of whispered conversations as they passed. A Mimi on our side of the river? Maybe she's a spy, but she's just a child. The leader of the village looked at Adria and said, So, you do know you're not supposed to be on this side of the river, right, child? This land belongs to our people, the Willa. Adria said, I know, but I'm on the run from my own people and had nowhere else to go. The leader frowned at her. Why would a child like you be on the run from her own people? Adria said, I'd rather not say. (laughs) The leader said, well, you will find no sanctuary here. We, the Willa, do not trust your kind. For many years ago, your people asked us to help them to fight off an evil sorceress. And our troops rallied and came to their aid, and we were the bravest, and we set out first. We were on the front lines, and our soldiers were in the way when the changing of the world occurred, and most of them were swallowed by the Weirdlands and lost to us forever. And we have never forgotten. Adria said, I I know, and and I'm truly sorry that happened. But that was about 2,000 years ago, and I'm just a kid. I really had nothing to do with that. The stick people murmured and looked at each other. Nonetheless, said the leader, we do not trust Mimis. But as you are just a child, we will send you back across the river to await the judgment of your own people. Adria said, no, please, please don't do that. They're going to kill me. That doesn't make sense, and that is not our problem. Please, just let us stay on this side of the river. We know it's the wrong side of the river, but we we won't bother anyone. The leader frowned. I will consult with the other elders and consider your request, but we must hold you prisoner until we decide on your fate. And then he looked down at Mousie for the first time. As for your pet, Mousie said, I'm not a pet. (gasps) Oh! There was a collective gasp from the whole village, and one parent clutched her child in fear. The leader was speechless for a minute, and then finally he said, What manner of deviltry is this? A talking beast? Mousie said, That's kind of rude, calling me a beast. The stick people gasped again, and the leader turned back to Adria and said, What strange magic gave this beast the gift of speech. I'd rather not say. The leader thought for a moment. Well, I was going to suggest we cook this mouse for the midday feast. Mousie was so scared that she lapsed back into her natural language. But then the leader of the stick people said, But since she can speak and presumably possesses a rudimentary kind of intelligence... We will simply hold her prisoner, too. Mousie said, that's still kind of rude. Please, said Adria, we mean you no harm. I'm just a child, and Mousie is my friend, and we have nowhere else to go in this world. The leader held up his hand. 
I already told you, I and the other elders shall meet to decide your fate. It may take a few days. Then he called to a row of warriors. Guards, put them in cages. Be sure to treat them with gentleness and dignity, though. The guards nodded. And then they took Adria and Mousy away and locked them in a pair of cages in the woods on the edge of the village. The Willa took pretty good care of them, feeding them nuts and seeds and a strange soup that tasted like roots and dirt. And there the girls stayed for three days and nights awaiting their fate. Meanwhile, in the city of Ancora, on the northern side of the river, Queen Toria gathered her peoples in the castle courtyard and told them about the prophecy. A lot of them didn't even know about the prophecy, and they were shocked to hear that the end of their people was coming soon. But Toria didn't say anything about Adria's youth, about being put in a basket when she was a baby, or about trying to kill Adria a few days before. She merely said, The evil girl from the prophecy has joined forces with the Shadow King, and they are preparing to end us all. But we will stop them first. I therefore call upon any and all who are able to fight to form a mighty army, the mightiest assembled since the dark days when K.C. the Red Queen threatened our lands. We must destroy the Shadow King and his evil little helper before it is, gasp, too late. Before long, the Mimis had assembled a mighty army, and then they made ready to march across the border into the Shadowlands. On their third night as prisoners, Adria and Mousy heard a noise in the darkness behind their cages. And then they caught a glimpse of black rat fur shining in the starlight. Adria said, Slimpy! Shh! Yes, I managed to swipe the keys. He unlocked their cages. Adria said, Oh, thank you for coming back to us. Of course. Now we really should go to the master's castle. It's the safest place. And then Mousy said, We haven't decided yet if we're going to live with the Shadow King, remember? All of a sudden, torches were lit. And they saw that they were surrounded by stick soldiers. The leader stepped forward and stared at Adria. We had decided to let you and your mouse friend go and live wherever you wanted to. But we didn't know that you were thieves in league with the Shadow King. Adria said, we're, we're not thieves. And Mousy said, and we're not in league with the Shadow King. <laughs> oh, no. Two guards stepped forward and grabbed a pack out of Slimpy's paws. Hey! They turned it upside down and dumped the contents on the ground. And there were several items that Slimpy had stolen from the stick people. Spices and snacks and cooking equipment. And the stick leader said, what do you call this? Slimpy said, Sorry, we needed supplies. Mousy rolled her eyes. Ugh, unbelievable. The leader said, We do not take kindly to thieves, nor do we take kindly to agents of the evil one. You will be punished severely for this, all of you. Slimpy stood as tall and proud as he could, even though two guards were holding his arms. <laughs> he said, Eh, do your worst. I've seen so many horrible things and suffered so much torture that nothing can bother me anymore. The stick leader said, well, 
you three shall be sacrificed to the Ridgewood Harpy. <gasps> no! wailed Slimpy, writhing and wriggling in the guard's grip. <laughs> they could barely hold on to him. He said, no, 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 anything but that. Please, please, not the Ridgewood Harpy. No! Well, that's the end of the story, The Wrong Side of the River. The next story is called The Ridgewood Harpy. Goodbye.